Hey, you, do you love reality TV? Have no one to talk about it with? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Tea Bar. Hello everyone and welcome to the T-Bar podcast, your favourite reality TV podcast where we discuss all things Bravo reality TV, including The Real Housewives, as well as Vanderpump Rules, Summer House, all the rest of them. So in this episode, we'll be recapping the latest Real Housewives of New York and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills episodes. And we'll also be asking some fun questions just to um, tie in with the episodes. So let's get started. All right, so I have a question to start us both off. Given that the current COVID crisis that we're faced with at the moment, my question is, which four housewives of any series of any time would you want to go into lockdown with? And you have to be in lockdown with them for six months. Six months? Jesus. Wow. Okay, I'm going to need a minute to ponder this because this is a real, like, serious decision. (laughs) Mm, I know. <laughs> All right, I can bang out three. Okay, go on. Obviously, Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> then I'd go with Dorinda. Then I'd go with Countess Luann. Okay. Mm. And why? <laughs> why? Yeah, why especially? Why Countess Luann? Because she's really quite funny. And she's also, uh, yeah, just super, like, nothing can knock her back. Unless, of course, she um, goes down the alcoholism route and suddenly hits a cop. Then that really knocks her down. Uh, and then I think as my fourth one, I think I'd like to take – this is random and you guys won't know her, but I, um, someone from Real Houses of New Jersey, either Melissa Gorga or Jackie Goldschneider. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but if and if I had to choose another one from Beverly Hills, I'm thinking maybe Adrian Maloof, just because I just want to see those go at it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a curveball there. Why the New Jersey girls? Like, what, what about them? Um, they're really fun, easygoing, and uh, Jackie Goldschneider, or if you guys ever watch, she's, like, loaded, but she is also very clever. Okay. Like, okay. she's a lawyer, and she's, like, heavily invested in a whole bunch of stuff. I think for my choice, four ladies, or is it four? Is it unlimited or just three? Four, four, but, you know, if you want more, <laughs> okay, you okay. can have more. So I've thought about this in terms of people that I'd like to live with, also people that will provide me entertainment because six months is a long time and Netflix doesn't cut it anymore. So the people that I think I would like to live with would be Carol and Lisa Vanderpump. I'm not a huge fan of carol but i think she would be reasonable to live with oh yeah so i wouldn't mind her lisa vanderpump as well i think um she could probably maybe make my room a bit nicer um she's got the design flair so i would like to get her and she's quite funny as well so i wouldn't mind uh living with her now these two are purely for entertainment purposes and these are sonia and lisa rinna so Sonia would get drunk. She'd probably, like, try and, I don't know, go to guys' houses and then come back and then tell me all about it. And Lisa Rinna would probably have all the goss, so I would love to hear that during Corona. Yeah, but, like, you can get goss from other people and Lisa Rinna doesn't really offer much else. Do you have anything else? 
I mean, she does dances as well, and she'd probably um, start feuding with Lisa Vanderpump, which I would enjoy watching as That's well. Yeah, I'd enjoy seeing those dances. Yeah. <laughs> At that baby shower of Andy, she she seemed to be the life of the party. So you have truly convinced me. <laughs> there you go. Those are my picks. <laughs> Do you know, I would probably choose Lisa Vanderpump as well. I think she would be good value to the house. And then I would like Dorinda because... I just like Dorinda. I think she would be all right to live with. I'd also choose Gina from Real Housewives of Melbourne, my fave. Why Gina? I just would love to throw her in the mix with these crazy women and get her in with the with the US housewives. <laughs> and I feel like she wouldn't take their bullshit as well. <laughs> she would yell at you, though. Like, if you don't put the dishes back, like, straight after – you wash them, she would, like, call you the C word. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Make you cry. But I think she would be more annoyed at the other housewives than she would be at me. Yeah. Don't you think the house would smell of just, like, fake tan constantly? That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? It just has a certain stench that I don't know that I'm... You're for. not down for? Yeah. And then I think, I don't know, it's kind of a a toss-up between Bethany and Sonia. Maybe, you know, I'd try and get them both in there, just because I would also love to see that dynamic mm-hmm. mix with Gina, Elisa Vanderpump, Dorinda. Yeah. You know, I, I would like to be in quarantine with any of the Real Housewives of New York women. I think uh, I think it would be yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Possibly, oh, except Ramona? Ramona. Not Ramona, though. Anyone but Ramona. <laughs> Interesting. Why you guys both picked Dorinda, and I actually like why is that? Because she seems to be a bit of a mess. Like I feel like yeah, at any moment she could start like yelling at you and attacking <laughs> you, and you'll be like, "What just happened?" I don't know. I mean, I like Dorinda, so yeah, I don't know, and I find her quite mothering as well. Like I like <laughs> that about her. So maybe she would make me dinner. <laughs> True. <laughs> Um, and I chose Dorinda because I think aside from this season and where you can see that there are actual problems that she hasn't dealt with, I find her quite down to earth and um, mm. she has good perspective and she she seems to be quite fun as well. And you know what? I think that Dorinda and Lisa Vanderpump would get along. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, <laughs> certain parts of Dorinda maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would just love to see a crossover with – Roni and Beverly Hills. Yeah, I think Beverly Hills ladies are very polished, so it would be interesting to see them react to, like, for example, when Sonia gets naked in front of her <laughs> glam squad. Yes, yes. Just to see kind of their reactions to how, like, the Beverly Hills reactions to the Roni women, like how crazy they are, yeah. and it's like, man, <laughs> such a such yeah. a disconnect from both shows. Probably more so seeing, like, someone like Sutton and how Sutton mm. <laughs> very much has, like, old money and tradition sees Sonia dancing mm. on a mirror, breaking people's feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, brilliant. All right. Well, on that note, let's get into the recaps. Actually, I do have uh, just one one thing to add before we get into it. Did you guys see that Summer House has apparently started filming again? Oh, no. Yeah. At a different house. 
Oh, is it? Do you know why they changed location, Cliff? No, but um, from what I've been reading on a certain fan page with a lot of heavily invested (laughs) individuals, uh, they saw that there are extra, there are additional castmates and Luke is bringing someone in that he was, uh, you know how he mentioned to this girl um, on the phone, oh, like, oh, you're not celibate because you... you, Yeah. we banged last week. Yeah. So she's apparently coming into the house. And cool. Hannah is also dating someone, another oh. comedian. Yes. But I don't know if he'll be coming into the house. That's interesting. Because I saw Luke upload a photo a little, I don't know, maybe a week or so ago. And the girl, I don't know if you guys saw this. And the girl, I think she maybe had her back to the to the photo or something like that. But when I saw her, I didn't really pay much attention and it looked like Jules from like a side angle. So I was just like, oh, okay. But maybe that is the new, oh. the new girl. I also wonder how it's going to go this season in terms of, you know, obviously they're still kind of in lockdown. Well, I mean, the US is not exactly completely in lockdown, but who will they be having parties? I think I was reading something that yeah. during the week they will still go home, but they're all working from home. So it will be an interesting, mm. uh, interesting dynamic to see. And I, I mean, I'm excited for it. I think we all love Summer House. My impression was that they were like filming constantly for like the next four weeks, right? Just like everyone in that house only. But I could be wrong. This is just what uh, I thought. So like in lockdown Yeah, in yeah. And then it would just be like a, sort of like a big brother thing. Mm. I mean, I'd be here for that. I think that would be good to see them all in lockdown. I think it would definitely bring out some craziness. Yeah. Yes. Especially if Amanda uh, and Kyle don't have anything resolved. Shall we jump over to Roni? Let's do it. Now, finally, we are in Mexico this week, but before then, we see all the women head to one of the hair salons for Luann's Women of Fortune Society. Um, so we get a little bit of a, um, a scene there. Then we also get Sonia at Century 21, finally getting her clothesline into the store. Um, and then to top it all off, finally Mexico and really anytime these women are on holiday or anytime they're in a confined space together, I feel like makes for good viewing. Now, before we jump into the episode, I want to see, have you guys heard about the latest with Avery? No, what's going on with Avery? Oh my gosh, funniest story. So apparently Avery is moving house or she's moving out of her apartment. I don't know where she's going or if she's, I think she might be putting her all of her things in storage. And there's also been rumors that she's just moving in with Ramona, who, of course, best friends. (laughs) Um, And so I don't know how this works in the US, but they have FedEx. Mm -hmm. And I assume it's similar to like Australia Post, but I think you can call them to come and pick up packages or you lodge something. I'm not sure. She thought that FedEx was a moving company and she obviously got the FedEx people here and she was like, all my stuff's in the house. You just need to package it up and send it. And they were like, you do realize that we're just basically a postal system. And yeah, she had got them there to come and uh, pack up all of her stuff and uh, and move it to wherever it was going. <laughs> so did they do it? <laughs> No, I don't think they did it. Okay. <laughs> but I just feel like, how do you not know how the postal system works? 
And why would you think that the post people are going to come and package up your house? But I guess it just goes to show with privilege, you just have never had to deal with these things before. Surely her mother has moved. I think she moved apartments. I don't know. (laughs) I was quite shocked when I heard this story. Like, what is going on? Also, how um, how do we like like did someone from FedEx be like get a load of this thing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how the story came out. What are the stories of like <laughs> just unknowing privilege is out there that we don't? Yeah, know? so true. Where it never came out because I mean I assume a lot of <laughs> like say FedEx people or random people that the um, the real housewives have to deal with they probably are not aware of the show so they don't know who they are. <laughs> well, it's funny that you speak about Avery because uh, we get a little glimpse of like how she acted at Ramona's coming out party where she was kind of telling her mom, she's like, oh, you should put out more food because these ladies are getting drunk and um, like basically being like a mum at, you know, 23. <laughs> at her mum's 60th. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, I guess it shows who the parent is in some way (laughs) in this relationship. (laughs) Now, the women in the hair salon. Can I just say, was, do you know what I've noticed? Ramona, I don't feel like she can do her hair and she still had her hair done from the night before because she had the same ponytail, the same extensions, but Mm. she just looked worse. Like she looked like she had slept in that, that hairstyle. But I've noticed every time I see her hair, it's usually quite fried at the end and it's never kind of really done nicely. Like, I don't know. Every time I see her hair, it just annoys me. Yeah, I did notice that. I actually was thinking, like, did she have a shower after her birthday <laughs> yeah. party? Or did she just like, eh? <laughs> Yeah. Is she still wearing the same makeup as the night before? <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Um, the wig. Luann's wig. Thoughts? I think I'll quote Sonia on this. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I just don't like it. I actually quite liked it. I thought she looked like um, Lois Lane and I liked the difference. Yeah, I, do you know what? I did. I quite liked it as well. And I think Luann needs to mix it up a little bit. I think she's got this fuddy-duddy hairstyle and uh, mm. she could she could do so much better. I don't know why she doesn't change her hairstyle. Yes. You guys don't like her hairstyle? I like her hairstyle. Mm, it's just a bit Lisa Rinner-ish yeah. where you're like, Ugh, all right. It is? Well, it, just in terms of like, oh, we've seen it for so many years now and you've got such a pretty face. Like, I just feel like you could experiment a little bit more. Yeah. Like, there could be better hairstyles to match her face and I don't think she's she's gone with it, which I don't really know why. I don't know what made her stick with the hairstyle that she's got. Like, I think it's okay, but I think it's just a bit bland. I appreciate this wig scene because uh, on Friday I was like, oh, I wonder if I could get a wig. Because I've just been wanting something like short like Victoria Beckham, but they're so expensive. Anyway, look out for it. One day it'll happen and it'll just be on the scene. But <laughs> if you guys wanted to get one. Yeah, I would love to have a wig collection. I'm all for wigs. Yeah, same. Yeah. I just feel like, I mean, I would love to, but I think that they're a lot, like, to try and A, match with your head and, like, when you put them on, like, I I don't think it's an Mm. easy task um, Mm -hmm. to get them to actually look good. So that's that's my only thing. But, you know, I did see hair toppers, (laughs) which are kind of like, (laughs) you know, Donald (laughs) Trump-ish. 
<laughs> what are they? Like a toupee, but for women. But basically, I've seen them and they look quite good. And they, you put them on the top of your head more to just like give you like a full art look instead of right. putting them I... under your hair. And um, like quite often you can see them like hair extensions when they're under your hair. Ah, okay. Yeah. So this one is kind of, it just clips onto the top and it like is meant to blend with your scalp or whatever. Um, but again, they look they're very expensive. Whoa. I've looked into them because, of course, I have very thin hair, so I would, I would love yes. Yeah, everyone, get a toupee. Anyways, um, in I think it's in that same scene that Ramona says, um, like, married to an old, older gentleman, like McPhee. Oh, David Foster. And I think that's, <laughs> yes, and I think that's Ramona's goal, to marry an older gentleman. Um, you know, the big, the big thing about this whole spa day was that – Prior to the everybody getting there, every, Leah's reeling at Ramona for calling her an embarrassment and Ramona is, like, angry at Leah for embarrassing her at a party. Like, what do you guys think about this whole debacle? Like, who's in the right? Who's in the wrong? I mean, I know, like, we kind of, you know, touched on it last week and I think it was, you know... There, Ramona, you know, had this party with their 50th, 50 clones. I think if your friends get a bit wild and they dance, and even if they did show their vagina, as they say throughout this episode, I wouldn't really care. And if these were my 50 close girlfriends and I had friends that do that sort of stuff, well, I think my other friends would probably be pretty understanding because those are the people that I surround myself with. Um, I also think that, yeah, as Leah says, Leah wasn't the only one that was dancing. Sonia was dancing, Dorinda, mm. Luann. If anything, Sonia was the worst. She was up there dancing on the glass and breaking glass and she got Dorinda's foot. So if anything, um, Ramona <laughs> should be angry at her. Yeah, I agree. I think Ramona's just trying to um, impress her 50 friends. And I'm sure those 50 friends have done things that are way worse and they just want to be judgy. And that's why they just start going on this sort of like a smear campaign where they start looking up like Leah and like what's she doing and why she doesn't fit in with them because they're just so much better. But yeah, Leah wasn't the only one dancing. But I, I, if I had to like put myself in Ramona's shoes, like you know, she really wanted this elegant top tier party, and then she felt like her friends, namely Leah, ruined it. But yeah, yeah. I, I am going to play devil's advocate here, in the sense that I'm not going to lie and pretend. If I had a party, and there was more than like, not my close friends like acquaintances as well and I guess that that's the thing so are they close friends or are they acquaintances and like I had people that were showing them I mean <laughs> I'm not gonna lie and say I'd be like oh fine like please splash <laughs> away I'm a bit more uptight I'll I'll say it out there like I am a bit more uptight I'd be like oh okay like tone it down a little bit yeah I wouldn't be angry though I'd be like and I wouldn't be embarrassed because I'm not the one showing anything. Like, it's there flashing them. So yeah. I'd be like, yeah. please don't. But it, I wouldn't be like Ramona and be like, oh, like, I'm disgusted. Like, how dare she? And I'm like, you know, <laughs> stuff happens. Yeah, there. very true. I think as well, one thing that I could understand as well was that Ramona obviously 
was okay with making up with Sonia and she mm. had a chat with Sonia. And in one sense, I could understand that Ramona and Sonia have been friends for a very long time. And even if someone, you know, that was a close friend of yours did something bad to you as opposed to someone that you've only known for a mm. few months, well, of course, like you could understand that they're making up with their close friend as opposed yeah. to the other person. But yeah, it is also, you know, a bit double standards where the other person is obviously like they're being targeted. Yeah, and I think so. what Sonia did was way worse. Like, Leah just, you know, had her dress written up. Sonia stood on a glass. I don't know what it was. I don't know where she got that from. But she was standing on a glass thing like a maniac, just chop, like stomping on it, getting glass everywhere. Like, that's pretty bad. If I'm embarrassed about someone, it's going to be Sonia. Yeah, that's true. Um, can I just bring you guys back to when <laughs> they revealed, well, I think it was Dorinda revealed that at Ramona's party jacuzzi douche vibe part, like she asked her top 50 friends to donate a hundred dollars to her Gucci bag fund. And Ramona's supposed yes. to be a top one percenter and she's asking yeah. just for a Gucci bag as well. Why Gucci bag? Good point. <laughs> yes, I did write this down. Like, why are people donating $100 to buy your Gucci bag? So <laughs> strange. She basically got this party for free. She is, yeah, in the top 1%. And I would just feel so cheap asking people to donate to a Gucci bag when I'm meant to be a millionaire. It's like you just have your friends know. come and everyone just celebrates. And that's it. I think once you have that much money, you can't really ask for presents from people. You know, I would have loved it so much more if Ramona asked for donations to an actual foundation. But then I feel like Ramona would have been like, this is going to a good foundation because I support other women. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I also like the fact that at the hair salon, Ramona pushed her product to (laughs) a woman that, you know, is maybe not in a position to buy, like, some... (laughs) face cream exactly like you know maybe their last priorities are buying ageless by ramona shameless but did you guys say last week that she promoted it at the dinner with her mario and avery like she had a ageless by ramona on the desk at no because i didn't pick it up and then i saw it that she actually she pulled a bethany and put her merchandise on the table so strange yeah, pick and choose. A dinner with your family is not a place to, to market your, your skincare range. <laughs> she should have gone to the waiter and be like, oh, my God, look at all these wrinkles. Have you tried this cream? <laughs> yeah. yeah, dinner. And, and for one, just placing it there. I understand product placement, but just placing a product on the table, I'm not going to look at that and be like, oh, yes, I've got to have that. Yeah, you have to pick and choose. When is... And that, that's in marketing. Ramona, come on. Um, then I would also like to raise your attention to, I think, when they were talking at the spa day and Ramona asked, like, one of the ladies, mm. she's like, oh, how long have you, um, like, have you been there? Like, I don't know how you did it. Mm. You were just a baby. And uh, and then Ramona says, oh, oh, like, it was the wrong place, wrong time. And then Luann says, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, like last week I was quite cynical about the whole spa thing and Luann taking these women here and thinking there's probably other things that she could have done. 
which I still do think to an extent there definitely was, but the women seemed to really enjoy mm. it. And I thought it was really nice Agreed. to see that. And obviously it was a bit of a, um, you know, take them out of their normal lives and yeah. yeah, treat them to something nice, which yeah, it was actually nice to see. That is true. I'll, I'll give her that. It, it, the ladies really seemed to enjoy that. So that was really nice. Yeah, I agree. Luann's done a really nice thing and li- I'd like to see that more of that. Um, I think my, my only question for you guys is knowing Ramona's views about Leah and how she like wouldn't talk to her, wouldn't like look her in the eye. What do you think was Ramona's end game with Leah at this point? I, I wonder if she was doing the old um, technique like with babies that if you <laughs> leave them to it, they'll like give them silent treatment. They will figure out that they did something wrong and come crawling to you and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Maybe that's what she was trying to do. Yeah, I don't really know what her end game was because at the end of the day, you still have to film with Liam's as though the, what she's playing at is that she doesn't want anything to do with Leah. She doesn't want to talk to her. But you're on a TV show. Yeah, I get people have pulling out, but yeah, at the end of the day, you're still filming together. You're going on a holiday together. You don't have to be amazing with them, but, you know, to an extent try and resolve things, I think to kind of keep everything moving. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if she's playing to her, like, fancy friends and kind of when they see that episode, they'll be like, oh, yes, I can see that Ramona's distancing herself from the that vulgar woman who showed us her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, like when Leah says later on, you'd know if you see my vagina. <laughs> Which is true, because if someone showed me theirs at a party, I would remember. <laughs> yeah, 100%. That's not something you forget anytime soon. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, especially one that can fly. Yeah. Apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one that apparently still gets a gets its period so oh yeah i would not want to see that. i mean i don't want to see that oh see him one seal oh dear um when we move on to the century 21 stores i i was happy to see that sonia's you know getting her life on track with all the clothes but mm. there was this one thing that she said there that was really funny and it's she mentioned that the clothes were discounted too. And I said, it's not what you want to say when you're promoting a clothes. No, I thought that as well. I thought it was a really odd comment to say that they were discounted. But I did wonder. So it seemed as though the first level that they were on were full price clothes. And then on when they went to that second level, that seemed to be like a discounted um, designer level. So I wonder, you know, I still don't think, like, I probably wouldn't want to say that, but I think that's kind of what she meant. Oh, I thought when she said that, she was saying to Ramona um, and Dorinda, like, you should get them now because they're discounted because they're, like, on sale. Right. But, like, did you guys mean as though that they were the – oh, do you think that she meant as though that they were, like, the, like – the uh, fast fashion line. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what she meant. I just thought maybe they were on sale, like discounted. I don't know, yeah. Ah, maybe okay. they were the unwanted. Mm. I really like the gold dress that Ramona picked out. Like, I thought that was quite nice. Um, but the only thing I would say about Sonia is um, it's really good to see her 
business be successful, but I uh, I do I, I I don't really find her very business wise. No, but, and I so she she must have hired someone doing really well for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't imagine because it seems as though she does have business partners. I I get why they would be in business with her because obviously she already has her name there. And her name, and she's famous, mm. but uh, I wouldn't want to be in <laughs> in business with her at all because, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, don't, I agree. I don't mm. think she has any business experience, really. Yeah, she seems a bit all over the place, um, so it wouldn't put too much confidence in her. But you know, I don't know. You never mm. know, I guess. And especially her uh, her previous ventures, uh, the toaster oven, for example. So Ramona at the store mentions that. The reason why she thinks Leah is acting so rationally is because she has bipolar disorder and she's off her meds and she's on, or she's on her meds and she's drinking. Um, and then we later find out that Leah's actually not on medication for bipolar. Um, so what do you think of Ramona bringing this up and telling people on national TV that, you know, Leah's got bipolar? Mm, I mean, I have mixed thoughts about it like on one hand it you know mental health is is still a sensitive topic like it's not something that's widely spoken about and you know unlike say depression and anxiety which is a lot more common bipolar is still probably a bit taboo um and is not probably as accepted um so I think, you know, a bit of a sensitive topic. But at the same time, Leah has obviously spoken about this in a blog. She has done uh, interviews about it. So it's not something that is a secret either. Um, I think the way that Ramona brought it up was, you know, it was to use it against her um, and wasn't to empower her in any way. Um so I think the way that she did it wasn't great. Um, but, yeah, I don't think it's a secret at the same time. I think in essence, I don't think Ramona was bringing it up out of concern. And if she was concerned and thought that she shouldn't be mixing her, you know, medication, so to speak, with alcohol, like I would have thought that you would be phoning Leah and um, being, having been concerned about how she acted at your party and asking you know, like trying to go through the motions with her. But instead she's decided just to tell everyone and make sure everyone knows that she has this disorder and she's acting out because of it. Yeah, that's true. I feel like she wants to use it against her. Like, I feel like really what Ramona is saying is that Leah is crazy. Leah has bipolar. Not that I think that that is associated, but that's what I feel like Ramona is trying to get at. Um, But one thing I found funny was Leah... (laughs) Taking a dig at Ramona by saying, look, I didn't say anything about you wearing <laughs> leggings with heels. And then they show it. And it looks ridiculous. Oh, it does look ridiculous. Like, come on, Ramona. Oh, and it's kit, so Ramona. kitten heels as well. Like, it's just, I don't know what's, I don't know if you should wear, like, stilettos with leggings. I don't know. But it's just, oh, awful. And I, I know. And I feel as though they've just gotten off a plane. I could understand the leggings mm. with, say, just a pair of sneakers or something or a pair of flats, but you just look, ugh, it looks so silly. I know. I think you can totally see the man that Ramona is trying to attract. I just, it just, it speaks volumes to me. 
And then I also like how Dorinda, when she gets out of the taxi to the hotel, I don't think she knows what this means, but I think she's talking about double parking is when you have two drinks in your hand. But she calls it double fisting, which... (laughs) (laughs) Slightly different meaning. Uh, and at that at the same airport um, scene, wasn't there the vibrating suitcase yes. with Luann's blender? Yes, the juicer. <laughs> Luann turns around and she says, oh, that must be the thing to mix the juice. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't they sing? Not even a mix, not even a juicer or a mix, the thing to mix juice. What is that? I'm going to pull... Um, Luana on this one because those things usually need cords. So unless you got a cord, like a, I don't know, the thing that you yeah. put in the cord into in your suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what yeah what you have that is run on batteries that is vibrating in your in in your suitcase. And why is it just left out and not in a box? Yeah, like that would be dangerous to your clothes. I know it's gonna muddle them all up. But I do have to say that my mum did get me a present once and it was yes. a juicer that you plug you plug it into the USB of your computer. That's cool. <laughs> and she said she said when you're at work, if you just feel like mixing a mixing a uh, <laughs> shake, <laughs> just plug it into <laughs> your computer. When the mood strikes. <laughs> <laughs> and I just imagine all my work colleagues being like, there's Sam again. Just, <laughs> just Jason at a desk. <laughs> That's me. Brilliant. But even then, it, it needs a USB. Yeah. You raise a good point, everyone. Like, what is this blend? I mean, what is this juicer thing? <laughs> the thing to mix and, um, juice. Where can I get it? Is it actually just to mix the juice downstairs, like Dorinda said? It must be. So they arrive at the hotel, and may I say, wow, amazing. I wish I was there. Yeah, I agree. It just makes me realise how little money I actually have. Yes, I agree. To be honest, though, I think in Mexico, it's actually quite... I think Mexico is the equivalent of Bali for uh, Yes. It's quite cheap there. I was going to say that, but then uh, I think it's Leah that says um, it's the first time in Mexico. And then I was like, I thought it would be yeah similar to us going to Bali. So I was surprised at that. But then there's people in Australia that have never gone to Bali. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like I'm always shocked at that as well. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Especially when they're from Perth and you're like, you know it's cheaper to go there than over East, right? <laughs> Do you know what I thought was a, was a good... Uh, a good thing was when Dorinda was it Dorinda that booked the hotel? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When she played the game with the women and that's how they could choose their rooms. Because mm. we've all seen in previous episodes, particularly Sonia and Ramona, their mad dash to get the best rooms mm. in the house. So I thought that was a good little tip on on, on how to choose the rooms there. Yes, I agree. I also liked when Dorinda said, there is no bad room in this house. And it's like, oh, Dorinda, have you learned nothing? There's always going to be a bad room with these women. Always. Mm. But I must admit, I did not see a bad room, though, when I personally looked. They all looked amazing. Especially, I mean, Dorinda's room was... 
Yeah, I agree. Um, they kept talking on about, so R- Ramona and Sonia kept talking about Leah. And I thought, I didn't understand why, why so, uh, Sonia is not defending Leah a bit more because Sonia has acted way worse than Leah has in the past. And her excuse is, well, I know these women, so I'm allowed to mm-hmm. do this. Whereas Leah can't because she doesn't. Like That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, if you guys played the um, the 70s game show that Dorinda played, would you have gotten the first choice of the room? As in from the questions that she chose? Yeah, as in from the questions. So the first... I didn't get any of those questions. Oh, really? Annie, how did you go? No. Uh, maybe the second one. I don't know if I'd be as quick as Leah, but like uh, the cabaret, I was like, oh, yeah, it's probably the favourite word. Um, what was the third question? Or was there one? I don't think we saw a third question. Okay. So maybe, yeah, maybe the second one, but def- definitely not the first one. Would you? No, I didn't realise that um, Sonia was overly flatulent if she's had a big meal, but I guess I should have known. <laughs> Although, actually, they have shown in previous episodes that she does. Yes, so yes, I do remember that, that. Yeah, but I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have remembered that. No, and then, like I guess it's coming up to the final scene where they're all getting ready for dinner, and Sonia, surprise, surprise, is again a bit tipsy. I just don't know how she gets to these levels. Well, I think you figure it out. It's Coke and rosé. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I agree. Sounds gross mm. and. There's a point in the dinner where you can see them mixed together in a glass right next to her. And I'm like, oh, oh gross. gross. It's just not a good combination. Um, and then I thought it was interesting that Dorinda dressed Leah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so that basically Ramona could not say anything about her. Ah. In saying that, she still was just in bathers and like a caftan type of yes. see-through. <laughs> so I was like... Well, still not completely covered up. I mean, quite covered up, but still see-through. I hope it was a Kyle Richards caftan. Me too. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I actually wanted that caftan. It looked really cozy and comfy. Yeah, it did look. But Pat from um, Southern Charm, I forgot that she sells caftans, but they're like the monogrammed ones. Are they monogrammed or with pets on them? I don't know. So this is what it takes. It's to become thing. on one of these reality TV shows is just start a caftan business. That or a pillow business. Apparently. I'm going to get a caftan. That's where all the money is. I'm in. telling you guys, it's going to happen. You have to get a Carl Richards or a Patty. I can't get a Carl Richards ones. Carl just, they're not that, they're not that nice. Well, I think her business is closed now, hasn't it? Anyway. Well, I'm not surprised. Oh, we totally forgot to, we overlooked where Ramona says, there are servants galore. Oh, yes. No, I wrote that down. Um, I missed that. Uh, so when they intru- they were introduced to the whole house and then, wow, there's servants galore. And it's just so Ramona. And even just Ugh. getting like the girl to do her hair. And she's like, I don't like the ends curly. I like them straight. It's more of a hip look. <laughs> I know I'm like is that girl that girl's probably just cleaning the house doing her job and then this yeah. old ladies like do my hair and then this other lady's naked and she's like for god's sakes like <laughs> not what I'm like, I must admit like do. quite ballsy of Ramona though to ask you know someone that works in the house to do her hair because I know. 
If that's not her job, I mean, God, who knows what your hair's going to turn out as. No wonder her hair's fried. She just lets any old person do her, do her hair. <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah, I just think Ramona's yeah, quite interesting. And I think the way they did the scene, juxtaposed with, like, Leah apparently flashing her guests and then now Sonia's naked, you know, on, t- on, on TV. Mm. It's just... What is okay in this group? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I really liked um, the vacation scenes, but I uh, do miss Elise. Oh, yeah. I don't know, but I missed her, and I think she would have added, uh, like, another dynamic to the group. So I'm I'm sad she wasn't there. Um, so Luann also says about Sonia, Sonia is three sheets to the wind. Do you guys know what this means? I, I, I think I get it, like, that she's... No like loose junk i don't really get what that means yeah let me let me google three sheets of the wind drunk inebriated as in after six beers he's three sheets of the wind (laughs) this expression is generally thought to refer to the sheet that is a rope or chain that holds one or both lower corners of a sail ah so they're like (laughs) going wild (laughs) uh any other Thoughts for this dinner? Um, I liked it when – well, I didn't love it because I feel bad for the poor chefs. But Ramona <laughs> announces loudly that when she was in Mo- in Montauk, um, she had ceviche and grape- in grapefruit juice and, like, implied that that's how they should be cooking <laughs> because they don't really know what they're doing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ramona. <laughs> and Sonia says she is – I think she said she's fucking a New York Ranger with her unstoppable pussy. So these are just great <laughs> quotes. Uh, well, didn't she say she uh, had a chubby one? Yes, I wrote down that quote. She says, I have the chubbiest pussy ever. Yeah, Sonia says she's got a chubby pussy. And, uh, yeah, so she's saying Ramona doesn't have a camel toe. And if Sonia hadn't worn it, she would have had a camel toe because of her chubby pussy. <laughs> Then, Which doesn't make sense. No, well, I mean, it does. If you've got a chubby pussy, I guess it's going to be a camel toe. <laughs> I guess. I and, then, and then Leah, that's when Leah's like, what the hell? If I was to talk about these yeah. things, if I was to say yeah. I have a yes. chubby pussy, like, all hell would break loose. Very true. Yes. Which, it, it, yeah, it would. And to be fair, like, Leah's pretty, she doesn't really talk about that much stuff. Yeah, when she gets yeah. drunk, she's pretty wild, but. She doesn't, she's, I don't, wouldn't, I wouldn't say she's vulgar, like Sonia. <laughs> yeah, the hypocrisy in here, because there was another episode where Sonia was talking about not shaving herself yeah. in, like, when they were at that fancy house. I just, and then she, like, tried to hit on this 20-year-old, and she was saying that he wanted her to have sex with her, and it's just, yeah, double standard. Um, there's also a quote here that I wrote down because I think Ramona's like, oh, my girlfriend gave me this. And Sonia says, well, good for your girlfriend. I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Sonia. She is so funny. The stuff that she comes out with. I love when she gets angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. It must really resonate yeah. with you, doesn't it? Doesn't it, Annie? It yeah. does, yeah. yeah. speaks to your soul. I do get yeah. angry. <laughs> <laughs> if we then move to, um, I think, the, the very final act, well, act of this scene where um, 
It's between Leah and Ramona and Leah says she's spoken about depression as a way to belittle and Leah then starts probing like, how have I hurt you? Uh, and Ramona says in response, if you don't get it, it hurts me more. And it's just such a Ramona response. <laughs> yeah. I think it was such a cop out. I think so many things that Ramona said throughout this episode was such a cop out. Her, her saying that because there, there is nothing really. And then even when they were at that hair salon, she couldn't really come back with an answer. And she was constantly like, I just don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Like she's really hurt me. Um, and I don't even want to go into it. It's because there's really nothing, nothing was that bad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that's it for Real Housewives of New York. Mm. I, I just, some other not- uh, notable quotes, uh, Sonia, Ramona brings speakers and like she pulls them out of her suitcase <laughs> and then Sonia says, oh, you brought your boom box. oh um ramona because she's seen servants galore and so they say oh so if i need something pressed or steamed and i just feel like sonia is totally someone uh, i mean ramona is totally someone that would just milk it out and just get her g-strings like steamed just because she could just like dorinda (laughs) yeah who's who's dry cleaning those songs now that's a great question not john because a new stain john would know (laughs) (laughs) way to bring this down sorry not sorry (laughs) you really hurt me claire well the next episode that we're going to discuss is real housewives of beverly hills and before i get into that i do have a question so the big topic of the last couple of episodes for real housewives of beverly hills is um throubles Um, for those that don't know, Denise, maybe you need a refresher. Um, a throuple is when there's three people in a, in a relationship. I think the producer told you the wrong thing. It's not when there's a couple and an extra person. I think it's like all three of you are in a relationship. So out of the Real Housewives, uh, ladies and their husbands, and you can mix and match husbands and you can have like two girls and yourself, or you can have two guys and yourself. There's no <laughs> rules in this thruple. Who would you pick to be in a thruple with? Uh-huh. Go. That's a good question, Annie. Because I wouldn't want – I don't like any of the husbands, really. But I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with all women. That's fine. Like maybe one, but not two. I know. <laughs> yeah, especially if you have one bathroom. As far as, the, like, the hottest couple goes as well, like, it's obviously Aaron and Denise, but I really like my hands and I don't want them bruised. <laughs> mm. Fair. <laughs> um, oh, also, on TikTok, I've been looking at polyamorous couples. It's just, it's such a story and, like, I just <laughs> love like, looking back and looking at them all. So on just on that topic of thruples. Um, I'm still trying to think about my, my response. Yeah, though. maybe I would be with... Denise and Leah. Okay, nice. Um, any reason why you picked those two ladies? I think because they would probably be the most open of all of them. So I think it would be mm-hmm. the easiest, e- easiest struggle. Uh, Claire? Um, hmm. I don't really know. I'm surprised <laughs> it's not just Lisa Vanderpump and Ken. <laughs> yeah, like what happened to that? <laughs> nah, I think I've exhausted Lisa Vanderpump. I'm just getting sick of her now. Oh. Uh, so instead, 
I'd say Leah is pretty open and, and chill mm-hmm. and pretty cool. Um, I don't think I'd go anywhere near Brandy. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, She'll tell things about you. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good question. Um, it, uh, maybe I'll just pick an established couple and just say Erica Jane and Tom. Oh! Just because it seems like they bring other people <laughs> in there anyway, so you might as well. <laughs> I doubt they're regularly boning. Oh, so. I get it. I'm just, I'm just it. imagining a threesome <laughs> with Erica and Tom. Oh, hey, I think it's better than TK. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. <laughs> Dorit's a hottie though. Yeah, Maybe I'd go for Dorit. Yeah, true. Maybe Dorit. Yeah, and who else would I go for? Um. Oh, let's just do Luann and Dorit. Luann. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. She loves a pirate, and that so and the, and that's that's can you. See the themes happening already. That <laughs> 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 is fair enough. I, I like Luann, and she'd give you tickets to the cabaret. That's true. I'd like that. Well, I don't think I would like tickets to the cabaret. Like I can barely sit through a full oh, movie. No. I fall asleep. Anna, what about you? Well, I I like this couple that I've created. They're already might be already a couple. But I think it's not bad. So Adam and Carol, I think. Uh, And Carol? I don't mind Carol. I think she wouldn't get jealous if I spent most of my time with Adam instead of her. (laughs) I did forget about Adam, yeah. Or maybe like Adam and Frenchie. Yeah, I was actually, when you said Adam, I was thinking about Frenchie. You know what? Even Frenchie and Sonia. Yeah, but I also think she's, like, a little bit delusional. Like, she'd be like, oh, no, we're just going to the townhouse. It's so good. Like, no need to bring bottled water. Like, the water there is so clean. And then, lo and behold, you're drinking this yellow-grey water. (laughs) So, very interesting. Interesting throuples we got ourselves into. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like it was swung at me far too quickly. I don't know. Um, Well... This brings us to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, so in this episode, we see the ladies, um, some of the ladies are in taxis going to their hotel in Rome, Italy. Um, the others are still kind of waiting for their planes. Um, so some of the ladies go to dinner and um, nothing really happens at the dinner, to be honest, quite they have a little controversial chat about virginities, but it, it's not even that bad. Um, mm. Then once all the ladies arrive, they go on tour the next day um, where they look at Rome and they actually bring up some interesting facts, um, which is good. And then they go shopping and spend eh, a moderate amount, I'd say, given their net worth. And then, then there's the dinner mm. where – they start to talk about all the rumours that um, are circling around Denise and Brandy. So there's our little episode. Um, but I think what struck me is, so Teddy brings up the whole hookup with Brandy and Denise in the taxi to Lisa Rinna. And I'm just like, Teddy, since when are you allowed to spread rumours? Like I thought it was a bit weird because she's usually yeah. on a high horse and now she's like spreading all this gossip. <sighs> yeah, but you know what? I agree that Teddy is a shit stirrer, a shit talking shit stirrer, <laughs> as Denise would would put it. Because I mean, I don't think we can forget last season when that whole thing with Lucy, Lucy, Apple, Juicy, and she basically was what, what was it that she was denying that she'd ever talked about this with 
Lisa Vanderpump's stuff and it all came out that she was actually lying about it the whole time. And she adamantly denied it and she said, I'm not a liar, blah, blah, blah. And it all came out that she was. I want to know your thoughts about this. Do you guys think they all knew about this before it came out? I think they did. I think that they've all known about it from the start about Denise and Brandy. And I think this whole lead up with Denise and the threesome thing and talking about threesomes in front of her kids, I think it was all just some sort of ploy to get to create a storyline and to catch her out. I don't think Denise like knew that it was coming, but I think that all, all, well, most, if not all of the girls knew about it. And I think when Sutton says that she knew about it as well, she knew about it a couple of months before. Mm. Of course the other women knew about it as well. Like how would Sutton know about it and not everyone else? I agree with you. I think they, well, I don't know if they all knew, but I think if Sutton knew, I think a lot of them knew. And yeah, it, it it just would be interesting to know who actually knew and if Kyle was actually faking when she found out. I did hear, um, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard that a bunch of people had worked out the timeline, right? From the night that Brandy goes over to Kyle's and she talks about it apparently happened once they were back from Italy. Oh. And apparently all, like, the clothes that Brandy and Kim were wearing were from BravoCon and, yeah, this is what I've, what I heard, but, I mean, if it's true or not, I don't know, Um, and that it was all basically Mm. staged because, you know, they needed to get it on camera and otherwise it didn't make sense. Oh. I don't know, but then, I mean, the dinner kind of doesn't really make sense in that Mm. way, but I wonder if they had filmed it already Mm. and then maybe it wasn't filmed correctly or it wasn't that great, so whether they filmed it again, I don't know. Wow, that's some juice. But I think they did all know about it before. Or, well, most of them knew about it anyway. Um, And now they're kind of catching it out. I hadn't read about that. But, yeah, it struck me that when Sutton says that she knew about it, I was like, oh, okay. So it must be, like, if one person's talking about it, other people are talking about it, right? Yeah. And because Mm. you wonder, like, who is Sutton friends with that's friends with Brandy? Like, it must have had to go through a few people before it got to Sutton. So I just think more people more people know about it than you know than what they let on. Yeah, agreed. I um I actually don't. I I think Teddy cops a lot of flack, but I actually don't mind her. <laughs> and I appreciated her being um a shitster, so to speak, because I mean someone's got to do it. It's a TV show, and yeah, I mean I don't think that's necessarily the way you would act if you weren't on TV show. I think you'd avoid them and wouldn't see them. So. Yeah, I'm like, good on you, Teddy, for, um, yeah, just <laughs> telling Denise outright. Yeah, I think, you know, that's definitely true because you see, a, like, Teddy is copying a lot of flack uh, on social media for obviously bringing it up in the way that she's done it. But, yeah, you're, you're on a TV show. I mean, you had to bring it up. Yes, yes. It's, it's a bit odd, that whole trip, I find, because obviously Denise doesn't like any of them. Garcelle... I, I'm not too sure about Garcelle. I know she likes Denise. I don't know if Garcelle like, likes any of the other women besides Denise. So 
Oh, and I think she likes Sutton. Um, so I don't like it. Just seems like a weird dynamic because two of the people of the group potentially hate everyone else. Yeah, and I think it's interesting because we see when they go to dinner the first night, and when they're overlooking the Colosseum, and it seems like they don't really have much to talk about, and hence why Lisa play mm-hmm. a game and let's ask questions or whatever. It's like, well, can you not just have a normal conversation yeah. with your friends? Like, why is that? Ha- why does it have to be a game? Yeah, I wonder if they just don't want to say, like, talk about anything personal because they don't want all their personal stuff to get out. Yeah, yeah, and I find it interesting that. They're so onto Denise and Denise doesn't want to talk about it and whatnot, Mm. but we can't forget there's been a whole bunch of stuff that the women haven't wanted to talk about on this show. For example, we didn't see last season with Dorit and apparently there was that lady running after her, um, screaming at her about the Beverly Beach, Mm. um, you know, lawsuit that was going on. And then we also have Kyle. She doesn't want to talk about Mauricio and that there's I think there's lawsuits going on about the agency um Lisa Rinna didn't want to talk about the husband like they all have things that they're trying to cover up I don't think it's fair to to call out Denise for it when they're all guilty of it Mm. I mean we don't really see anything about these their lives Mm -hmm. well nothing juicy anyway I agree I think it's like really quite manufactured what they actually show and that's why I think ultimately I'm going to be on Denise's side because it's like she's the only one actually doing something although and then you see how Denise is trying to manufacture herself and then it's like whose side Mm. can you be on I mean I think this might be jumping ahead a little bit but when she doesn't want to talk about these things it seems as though there's I mean she does say that there's something bigger than Bravo there's something more than this show that is going on and I think it may have to do with Charlie Sheen mm. and yeah. possibly their custody battle that's going on at the, the moment kids. because we see at the start of the season yeah. that she says that there is some sort of custody battle going on and that's when Erica tries to get Tom involved and tries to give her mm-hmm. legal advice about it. So I do wonder as well, is she trying to clean clean up her image for that? Mm. I think definitely so. Yeah, and it, it is sad when you have to compete with Charlie Sheen of all people for custody. Like, mm. it will be quite embarrassing if you lost mm. full custody of your children, if that is what's going on, to someone like him who, you know, brings hookers to Thanksgiving. Yeah. But I think especially, like, what was so damning about what Brandy said was not even the fact of that they had a, you know, that she slept with um with Brandy, but the fact that they apparently were staying at this loft where the kids were downstairs and that the kids would have been able to hear or see or, you know, anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that would probably – I don't know why Brandy had to mention that, and I guess that comes with the whole threesome, like should you say threesome in front of the kids? And they're like, well, you know, she did mm. this in front of the kids. So. But, I, I mean, we don't know what goes on when the cameras are off, but I wonder as well if Denise had have just called or messaged the girls and been like, look, like, this is what's going on with Charlie Sheen. Like, I'm trying to, mm. you know, come across a bit yeah. better so that in this custody battle it looks like, obviously, I'm <laughs> a good parent. And I wonder if then the mm. women would have gone a bit easier on her because of that or if they still would have tried to make her bring it up on the TV, on the show. Yeah, hopefully it's not the latter because that would be... So bad. Um, but sometimes honesty, you know, goes a long way. 
than if she just tells the women what's actually going on. Yeah, it's. It, it, I mean, on one hand, it's kind of none of their business, but yeah, I, I see what you're what you mean. I think that whole situation is really conflicting. Um, what did you think about their drink choices at that first dinner? Oh, uh, so, oh, what do we have? We have Carl ordering a margarita. Then we have Dorit. Didn't she order two pieces of lemon and yeah. like a vodka? <laughs> yeah, like a gin and tonic or something. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else did any... Uh, uh, Erica ordered the penicillin, which is a cocktail, yeah. I assume. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the other Katie one Katie ordered like a ginger mocktail. Yeah, gin- and someone oh, else. Yeah. Who, was there anyone else left? What did Lisa order? I don't know what she ordered. Yeah, I, I think they seem fine. I don't know why Dorit was like, oh, you should order a Prosecco. And I'm like, like, Dorit, you ordered a <laughs> vodka and soda. That's not a challenge. Yeah, I thought I thought Dorit was a bit, uh, a bit rich, you know, trying to say that they should have ordered a wine and then meanwhile she orders a, <laughs> a just a cocktail anyway. Yeah, mm. who cares? But I do, you know, also, if you're in, in Rome, you sh- yeah, I feel like you should, you know, try some wine. They're famous for their wine. But if they're not big wine drinkers, well, I guess you wouldn't. Yeah, I think, you know, pot calling the kettle black. What did you think about the game? Like, oh, let's talk about our virginities. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, so it was really uh, when Kyle said um, – that was when she got in the most trouble as a teenager because she had sex for the first time and the mum called a family meeting. <laughs> Kim called her and rips the blanket oh, off. Terrifying. But then she won't say how old she was. I, I've, how old do you think she was? And I think I know. Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe 15? Yeah, that would be my guess. So I found this article that said she was dating uh, C. Thomas Howell who was famous for um, some movies and she dated him around 1983 and they were together for five years. And that's who she lost her virginity to. Now, she had Farrah when she was 18. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All oh, right. Uh, oh. And she, yeah, she, he, that movie came out in when she was 13. Oh. Well, you would think that they probably, you know, didn't do it straight away. You know, mm. so maybe maybe, like, maybe a year, <laughs> fourteen, maybe fourteen. Yeah, that's mm. what I would estimate. Yeah, yeah I understand okay. why she wouldn't want to say it though, because like she's got Portia, who'd be very impressionable. So she probably, I don't know, probably wants to keep appearances for the youngest daughter. Mm. Completely, I agree. Yeah, so I get it. You know. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get you don't want to say it because um, obviously I assume it's quite young. <laughs> oh, so the other thing I was just going to say is I just found their hotel. How much do you think it, it is for? I think it's Lisa Rinner's room that has the angel on top. How much per night do you think? Let's play the game. The, what, what's that game called? The Price is Right? Uh, 700. Uh, I think more. I think maybe like 1,500 Australian. Okay. How much is it, Claire? So what I am seeing is 866. Wow. That's not much at all. I know, right? Because I must admit, when I saw the, the hotel, I was like, oh, this, like, they were all saying how nice it was. It just looked like a standard kind of hotel to me. It didn't look like anything fancy. Except for the patio. Mm. I have to say, when I saw the patio, oh, I was yeah. like, ah, nice. 
Yeah, that's true. The balcony area was was quite nice, but the rooms themselves were just quite boring. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I expected a bit more. Um, what did you guys think of Erica's pilgrim outfit? The white hat? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't like it. <laughs> I just didn't like the style kind of in general. But yeah. uh, And I was very impractical, especially when you're yeah. sightseeing. I, I think I, I liked um, Dorit's little Chanel thing with the pearls, although – the effort that it would take to get the little pearls in the hair. I just I know. I I feel like for the effort she could have like done a bit better. Like just mm-hmm. it was, yeah, I don't know. It it was it was alright. It wasn't like <laughs> yeah, amazing. And I think because of that I'm like I think Erica looks the best overall first night. Oh, the first yeah, night. Yeah, not okay. exactly the pilgrim night, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I think the first night they were all going for just a casual look. That's yeah. that's what it was meant to be. I definitely missed the memo. Um, mm. <laughs> anyway. Um, to be fair, it was casual for her. Yes. What about her biker look? Uh, yeah, not my style, but she wears it. <laughs> yeah, no. What do you mean not your style? Don't you wear that every day? <laughs> <laughs> not since the restrictions. <laughs> oh, so the other thing I was going to bring up is that um, with the Kyle Richard saying about how her mum called a family meeting, Erica says, oh, she's so thankful that she's an only child. And Lisa, Lisa Rinna says, yeah, me too. But I thought Lisa Rinna had a sister. Did you guys pick that up? Did her sister pass away? Maybe. Oh, is that why? What, at a really young age? Or, or? Was that Erica Sassoon? I remember her being worried about um, Kim because Lisa Rinna knew someone that was an alcoholic. Was that Harry Hamlin's sister? Was that Harry Hamlin's? No. I do remember that she was concerned for some reason and it was that she she knew, yeah, that, like, she had someone close as well. We'll have to Mm. dig that up. Wow. Mm, I think that's, like, quite strange, though, to say, like, if you did have a sister that – you were an only child. Maybe maybe she is an only child. So Lisa Rinna grew up with two stepsisters. So maybe one oh. of her stepsisters passed away. Oh, just in my notes, I was just saying, I was just looking at them. And on the way to the first dinner, I think they're actually on the way to the Coliseum. And Teddy says, um, she's damned if she doesn't if she, mm-hmm. and she's damned if she doesn't by telling, if she tells Lisa Rinna if she doesn't, tell Lisa Rinna about the Denise. And I just didn't really understand that no, at all. I didn't get it either. I was like, if you don't say anything, I don't think Lisa's going to be angry at you. I wonder, though, because obviously it's on camera what Brandy mm-hmm. has said. And then I wonder, as in, will Lisa be angry at her if she doesn't tell her? Like, oh, would you be angry oh, okay. if one of your friends was talking crap about you and you didn't, you know, they didn't tell you? Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes mm. sense. Yeah. And I guess you could understand why someone, you know, why you'd be annoyed. I guess I'd be annoyed if that happened. Um, Out of these women, so there's also the scene where Sutton arrives and <laughs> Sutton says, oh, she's thankful that she got her passport so then she, then she didn't have to charter a private plane. <laughs> How rich is Sutton and who is worth the most out of all these women, do you think? Who would you want the, your access to their bank account? Oh, I don't know how rich Sutton is because she, does, she doesn't come from family money. Like, we know that. Mm. It's her husband's mm. money. 
um, I don't know, how much can one person make and split it with their wife? I don't know. Yeah, so I'm just um, I'm just having a quick Google to see how much Sutton is worth. And I'm surprised that she can say that she's she can charter jets and whatnot. So it says reportedly it's around two million. Oh. But I mean it's not like for certain. I think I I think I read on maybe when she was on Watch What Happens that they were asking her what was something random that she got in her divorce settlement that she didn't realise. And she like owns a bunch of these like minor league baseball teams. Oh. That's interesting. Oh, you'd be so annoyed. You'd be like, I don't want these baseball teams. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do with a baseball team? And how much a baseball team is making you? I feel like if you're going to own a sports team, it would be like a basketball team. I feel like they bring in some money or maybe like a <laughs> NFL mm. team. Although what we saw with uh, Adrian Maloof, the Sacramento Kings weren't making her any money. So this website says that Sutton's ex-partner was the global head of credit research at fixed income fund management company PIMCO. (laughs) Great company. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Um, And then it says the site reports that employees who likely report to him earn around 200,000. So his income is, his income would be significantly higher than that, given that he's the head of the credit research. But still, I can't imagine. Yeah, that doesn't seem that No, it doesn't much. seem like that much. No. Because if you earn like half a mil, or maybe a million a year, that's still, yeah. Yeah, given that if you're buying houses and chartering jets and stuff, like, so maybe not her. Um. So I think <laughs> before they go to restaurant mm-hmm. Osisimoro at the hotel, they all get ready. And someone borrows Erica's steamer. And I just thought it was so strange that she brought a steamer yeah. in her suitcases. But then I realized she had a glam team. So one of those like lugged around this big, massive steamer. I did. I did wonder if she bought the steamer or if she had hired, like rented it from the reception. Uh, and then whoever had true borrowed that. it had just borrowed it from her once she borrowed it from reception. I mean... Look, chances are she probably did bring her, her steamer, but... <laughs> Maybe it's a battery-operated steamer, just like the juicer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really like that um, Garcelle and others got to witness Dorit and Erica being extra with their outfits, uh, particularly Garcelle. Like, whoa, I didn't realise mm. it was like a fashion competition. I know. <laughs> I wrote down, newsflash, Muller dresses are back, in case anyone didn't know. Yes. Doreen looked great, I thought. Yeah, she did. That scene, she did. Um, I wonder if this is why Garcelle and Denise get along, because they're obviously the least Mm. interested in this sort of thing and they're the most down to earth. But can I just comment on Kyle's outfit? If I see her wear one more bloody pantsuit (laughs) and one more (laughs) blazer with with sparkles on it, or sequins, I'm going to lose it. She, What's wrong with her? Why is she not getting someone to help her with her dress sense? Because she looks terrible. I agree. And I, I think she has a nice body as well. Like, I think, um, yeah, she's maybe – her body's gotten better with age. Mm. That's a thing. But I think that she could definitely dress a bit better. Yeah, with the money that she has. Yeah, exactly. Like, the money she has, she could hire – she could hire Glam Squad, but she could hire, you know, someone to 
um, to buy her clothes for her. But then again, like Sutton supposedly has a lot of money, um, but even her dress sense I, I don't really like. Like when she wore that weird bralette from Dolce <laughs> Gabbana, I was like, what is that? Yeah, that's true. Mm. But I find that Sutton generally, besides that outfit, generally dresses very conservatively and very southern. Yeah. So yeah. I think her her That's dress true. sense is yes. already, you know, so much different to the to the other women. Do you know what um, I really like from that dinner is um, uh, Sutton and Garcelle's conflict resolution <laughs> where Sutton was like, yeah. you annoyed me, and then Garcelle was like, I'm sorry, and they're like, fine, <laughs> and it was great. I didn't – look, not, not for this show because this show is about drama, but I just thought, like, this is how you solve your conflicts. Mm. I know, grown-ass women. Yeah, so I thought that was quite nice. But I thought it was actually um, quite good of Sutton to actually bring it up. Like, she wasn't trying to – like, obviously Sutton hasn't really been involved with that much drama this season, but, you know, the fact that mm-hmm. she actually was like, this annoyed me and she brought it up on camera, it's like, good on you. You're actually trying to create a storyline, although, it, yeah, it was resolved very quickly. She she at least did something. Yeah, also how that all originated as well because she told the waiter – this wine is not very tasty. <laughs> is that how it <laughs> And then Garcelle goes, oh, Sutton's not very happy. Uh, and just prior to that, when they were all ordering their meals, Denise orders um, pasta with, <laughs> I think, tomatoes and something. And then she says, oh, but I have an, an allergy to garlic. Is Have you other guys ever known anyone allergic to garlic? I, I don't know them, but I don't think it's such a crazy allergy. God, could you imagine you're allergic to garlic? Yeah. Your life is over. Depends how mm. allergic you are because you can be um, FODMAP, which means that you get, like, really bloated mm. with certain foods, and garlic and onion is one of them. But worth it. Worth the bloating. Oh, now, as a side note after that, Kyle has a dig at Dorit and says, I feel that Dorit will have a new accent uh, when they get back. Oh. <laughs> Kyle has taken a lot of digs in this episode to Dorit, I've noticed. I've noticed this throughout the season, actually. I don't think that they're really getting along, which just just mm. have it out. Like, I, I want to see this unfold because, yeah, they, they seem to really, both of them have a problem with each other. And you notice as well, for example, when they go out for drinks a couple nights prior and Dorit only has a go at Kyle for ordering her drink. Mm-hmm. She doesn't say anything about Erica ordering a penicillin or any, you know, but she's very concerned with Kyle ordering a margarita. The the one thing I, I really liked um, when all the news started getting out and when um, – what's her face? Teddy. Teddy finally, after a lot of back and forth of like, what are you talking about, Teddy? And Teddy's like, I can't say, I can't say. And they're like, just say it. She's like, I can't say, it's too bad. And then she finally says it. Garcelle's face and she's like <laughs> – is like – <laughs> Everyone that hears juicy news, I loved it. Yeah, I think maybe Garcelle was one of the only people that didn't know about the news. <laughs> I also appreciated when Garcelle says, uh, D- Denise doesn't have to tell her, but uh, I want to get to the yes. bottom of it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I also thought it was funny when Dorit says, Oh no, so Brandy Glanville tells Dorit that your tits are fucked up. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And I love that, like, Dorit just wasn't having a bar of any of this. She's And she was the only one that's like, is there a chance that she could have been lying? Like, yeah, she's said, yes. all, you know, awful things about everyone here. Like, 
So it's true. So like Brandy could be lying. I guess the fact that other people know about it though. Mm. Interesting. Um, what like I mean, I think that the the thing with you know with Brandy and Denise did happen. But what do you guys think about the shit talking that Denise apparently said? Do you think that was true? Like she obviously said that Teddy was in yeah. her father's shadow. Um, that Erica is cold. I think it might be just because I've seen scenes where Denise has said something about Kyle. And then she'd say to Lisa Rinna that she actually likes Kyle. And then you're like, oh, it doesn't match up. Yeah. And do you know what? I don't think that those things are that bad. I mean, I kind of, with the whole Teddy thing, I think it's kind of true what Teddy says later is that, you know, I can't choose who my my dad is. Just as, you know, Denise's kids can't choose who their, their dad is either. So I think, yeah, if she did say it, that's a bit hypocritical. But, yeah, I don't think that these things are that bad. And, yeah, I think that that Erica is cold. And Erica, is, like, knows that. Like, she says that often. Um, There's also the, the bit where Lisa Arena says she won't tell De- Denise because of what happened with Munchausen's. And is that because she just doesn't? <laughs> she just doesn't want to take cop the flag for like telling him. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think so. Oh, which is just so like Lisa mm. Winner for like just wants to, you know, throw fire mm-hmm, on the flames, mm-hmm. but like I mean throw gas on the flames and I feel as though Kyle really threw Teddy under the bus this episode. Like it was really all on Teddy. Kyle was there too, and she basically is silent this whole dinner and barely says anything. The one thing, though, I would say is Teddy was the one that told Lisa. I mean, Kyle chimed in, but Teddy was the one that spilled Mm. it, and Teddy was the one that brought it up. So I think if you were Kyle in that spot and maybe you didn't want to bring it Mm. up, I I don't know, maybe she did. Then maybe I could see why she was like, like, I don't want want a part of this. Yeah, that's true. Like, I didn't think of it like that. I did feel for Denise. Like, you could tell that she was really upset that this stuff has gone out and, you know, she's kind of acting a a bit erratic. She's like, please don't air this. Like, bravo, bravo. Like, if you want me in this show, like, you'll cut this. So she seemed really distraught, which was a bit sad. Yeah. What do you guys think, though? Because when all of this is happening and just before Teddy says what what she knows, um... Denise turns around and says, it's not true. And yes, it could have just been a, an accident in the way that she said it and she didn't mean it like that. But I think that line there was very incriminating in the sense that, well, Teddy didn't say what she's said. And she, and that's when Teddy says, so you know what, what we're talking about. And she's like, no, 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 like none whatever it is, like, it's not true. It's like, well, (laughs) you don't really know. Like, it could be something that wasn't that bad, actually, that you don't think is that bad that was true. Like, it's a big sweeping statement to just say everything is not true. Yes, I agree with you. I think she, she, I, I think they hooked up and she just doesn't want it out which each their own, but unfortunately you're on a reality TV show. And I think, yeah, and I think it would have just been a a hell of a lot better if it, you know, if it did happen and you just came out and said, yeah, sure, it's true, like, and just kind of just deal with it because it's going to get 10 times worse by denying everything. Especially with these women. Mm. And then if the whole thing about 
you know, being a predator or having your kids downstairs. It's like, well, then if you say it's true, you can, you can cover up these other things that happen and say, well, no, it didn't happen like this. But at least, you know, people are more likely to believe that then. So what do you think about Sutton saying, um, do you care more about what's said about you or what's said about Denise to Teddy and I guess Kyle? I think, yeah, I think they, they probably care about both really. I think they're, and I don't know why they care so much. Yeah, I I do. I reckon Teddy probably was offended by what was said about her because she kind of seems like the type of person that would really take these things to heart. Um, Do I think Lisa Rinna or Kyle care? What? Maybe Kyle. I just you. It's no secret that Denise doesn't like these women. I think like why would you be surprised about that? Um, I don't know if they're just more surprised about they wanted to get like the brandy thing out more so than anything else. Um, then back to Kyle and Dorit and what's going on with them. Kyle says, I care more about Denise than you do. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. I don't know. I I feel like it's one of those, I'm better friends with them than you are. They're my friend and they're not your friend. That's a bit petty. Yeah, I think Dorit is just um, trying to say well, you're uh, you're clearly friends with Teddy, and you don't care about her mm-hmm. at all. Meanwhile, I am actually like a nice person and caring about her. Yeah, but didn't I can't remember exactly what happened. I didn't write it down, but didn't Teddy? Sorry, didn't Dorit actually defend Teddy at one stage as well? Um, I think there was a point where she was trying to like, and then that's when Carl butted it, butted it in. Yeah, I think she was trying to. Um, not play both sides, but like see everyone's point of views when she was explaining, like, and when Kyle um, intervened. So I don't, like, I think Dorit uh, hasn't got one person's side in this. Mm. I think she is actually quite even, evenly spread. What I am most looking forward to is in next week's preview where someone else in the group has had sex with Brandy. And who do we think it is? <laughs> I mean, it's it kind of the way that the trailer showed it, it looked like it was Lisa Rinna. That's what I got. Oh, out yeah. I mean, I think we could probably do it with a process of elimination, really. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't, definitely not Teddy and <laughs> definitely not Kyle. Like it's, it's, it's not those two. Definitely not Sutton. There's only maybe Erica. <laughs> I don't see. I don't see. No. Those two. I don't yeah. see that. I don't see them close enough to do that. Um, and Doree, I think, is a bit prudish, so I don't think her. Garcelle? I, I don't know if Garcelle even knows Brandy that well. Did she mean the current group, or was she referring to old, like the previous members as well? Even the old people, you know, I can't imagine Lisa Vanderpump, like. Mm. No, no I, don't think I know they were either. close, but I don't think they were close like that. The only Kim, that's, yes, that's who I think as well. Yeah, yeah. and maybe yeah, maybe, maybe Kim. Kim. <laughs> but I don't think that's that scandalous. No, if no, it's Kim. No, I'm trying to think of anyone else. Like that was in the past episodes. Oh no, oh, no isn't it? Um, oh, what's her face? The witch. Could she be referring to the oh, witch? Oh yeah, <clears throat> she's not um, really Carlton. in the group though. But that's like a – I think that's a known thing. Didn't someone post a Twitter that they were saying that 
Brandy broke up Denise's and Carlton's marriage. Yes, I did hear that, actually. I did read something like oh, that. Oh, dang. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, so may- maybe they're referring to that. Mm. Yeah. But, God, I feel like they're really trying to uh, grasp at straws then for the uh, for the next episode. Yes. But I wonder, though, if they – actually, if they bring that up in the sense of Brandy saying that she doesn't want to be the other woman in a relationship – but yeah, yeah, she broke up Carlton's yeah. relationship. Yeah, interesting to see what happens in the next episode. And I use the term interesting very lightly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see also where Denise goes because she says at the end of this episode as she she's walking out that she needs to get in contact with her lawyers. Will she send around a cease and desist letter? Definitely. I think I recall that she stops filming, doesn't she? I thought she did. But I'm sure the girls will uh, more than make up for her leaving by talking about her for the rest of the season anyway. Yeah. And they might even bring up the time that Dorit was late 20 minutes for a lunch with Teddy. Who knows? I can only hope that that is a storyline. <laughs> All right. Well, that any last thoughts before we wrap up? Nah, except bring Elise to Mexico, please, New York. That's all. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm sad that she got to miss out on this trip. Yeah, I agree. Avery, call FedEx and get Elise Express shipped to Mexico, please. <laughs> They'll even package her up <laughs> in your house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to yet another episode of The T-Bar. Hope you enjoyed uh, the latest episode. Please remember to follow us on Instagram and TikTok and leave us a review and five stars. Bye. 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 Thank you.